welcome to episode 69, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. I gotta change that up. <laughs> I am your host, Fernando. <laughs> Maybe I should just come in step with the Barry White voice. Maybe come up with the voice. Oh, hi, you're listening to Geeksters. It's time for everyone's favorite breakdown of the AquanetRadio.com's favorite show, Geeksters. Ha <laughs> <laughs> And in part two, we talk about nerd news and tech news. Yes. <laughs> we talk tech news and nerd news. We talk a little Marvel talk. We talk a little space talk. We talk a little phone talk. We, we talk talk. <laughs> <laughs> All you do is talk talk. <laughs> Look at the 80s song. <laughs> All you do to me is talk talk. <laughs> Remember that song? No, apparently not. Oh, God. <laughs> Megan had to make me... Look it up real quick. Get your child. <laughs> See if he does it. Talk, talk. I think the name of the band is Talk, Talk. Did it work? As he keeps looking, scrolling through, he might have found it. Please, I'm a Google master. <laughs> Google master. Google master. Google Master. Okay. Yeah. Band's name's Talk Talk. Because I had this album. Okay. You've heard the song. It's <laughs> the find the 80s. I can see it now. Skinny ties. <laughs> Duran Duran, like light sport jackets. Jackets, yeah. Wearing loafers without socks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doing lines of coke off a hooker's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the 80s, man. <laughs> All you do to me is talk, talk. <laughs> and look, okay, these people at home can't see, but I'm showing Ed. And see? Skinny ties. Ties, yeah. It, and it's all like cut up like oh, we're going to post this video on the on our Facebook page <laughs> all you do to me is talk talk <laughs> oh yeah go on all those dances little baby what's your number oh yeah sure watch Miami Vice best show on television uh-huh. why do you think I'm wearing white with no socks I got my skinny tie on and a pink t-shirt and a jacket over with the sleeves rolled up Oh yeah. That's why I think my hair's feathered. <laughs> it's spiky. Oh, big drum solo. Oh, eighties music. I had the piano with the drums. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Come on, you never heard this song? No, I haven't. Really? I really haven't now. Wow. I guess because I was kinda in the alternative punk scene because uh, we consider alternative music in today. Really? Yes. Wow. Because it wasn't like hair band or Oh yeah, it's rocking. Yeah, the dance grinding up like oh yeah baby. Sure I love Alf. <laughs> Cosby show's awesome. <laughs> How about those family ties? <laughs> Start singing the theme of Cheers. <laughs> I think Sam and Diane are perfect for each other. 
How about that night court? That Dan is a lawyer is hysterical. <laughs> John Larroquette's going to be somebody. You ever heard of that show called Moonlighting? <laughs> that Bruce Willis? He's going to be a star. David Addison? I'm telling you. Talk, talk. <laughs> and I think they had like another hit, too. Okay, this song I do know you know. Okay. This one, definitely. Because this one is definitely an 80s, 80s, prime 80s song. This was a really big hit. Talk Talk was more like the second hit wonder. Yeah. If you bought the album, you knew this, that song. But this one, come on, dude. This is, this defined the 80s, this song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> love with you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to the NXS concert next week, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. That Alex P. Keaton. <laughs> Did you see that new movie with him in it called Back to the Future? 2013. Come on. 2014. I can't wait to get my house on my hoverboard. <laughs> I hope my kids aren't assholes. <laughs> wow, I used to love this song too. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's my life. Oh, yeah. <sighs> How about that movie Scarface? Awesome. How about that freaking movie called Manhunter with that guy, Hannibal Lecter? You're creepy. That movie's not going to go anywhere. No one likes serial killers. <laughs> In excess, they're gonna be together forever. <laughs> uh huh. Talk, talk, man. That's new fan of the future, baby. Come on, baby. It's my life. Oh, I'm gonna share my life with you. Oh yeah. Uh huh. I got my white fedora on with the black band, skinny tie, just shaking it. Oh yeah. Come on. <laughs> How about those hair bands? Motley Crue, they're going nowhere. <laughs> bon Jovi, Bon Phony. <laughs> Twisted Sister's going to rule, man. You just watch. <laughs> come on, baby. I'm going to go see Billy Squire. You want to come with me? <laughs> Pulling out all those age references. Oh, yeah. Where's the beef, baby? It's right here in these boxers. Uh-huh. Actually, back then, there were still Teddy Whiteys. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. That mascot, hip-hop from the Sixers? It's going to go all the way. You just watch. Oh, yeah. Dr. J. in his house. I know it's the 70s, but he was still around. Well, convince yourself, baby. It's my life. Oh, yeah. You stand up, baby. Don't forget it's your life. You do whatever you want. Come here and kiss me. Oh, yeah. Get a little grind to Depeche Mode. Uh-huh. How about that rocket song between Lita Ford and Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah. Ozzy, man, he's got his shit together. 
Oh my god, the, the horrible flashbacks that was happening. Yep, see, those were the 80s kids. <laughs> Coke and whores and Miami Vice. Yeesh. Just saying. Ah, those were the days. Memories. The world that left behind. So. This is still part two, intro part two, isn't it? Is it? It's okay. Well, just making sure. We talked in their news and tech news, so there, you got that. So we'll see you at the end. Enjoy. And we are back. And that's right. You heard it. That was William Shatner singing Common People. So I, suck it. Ed thought it was from the 70s. I'm like, dude. I just remember him doing spoken word songs in the 70s. Yes, and I was just telling you that next album I'm probably going to get from him is was released in October of 2011. And he also he's released an album, Ponder the Mystery, in October of 2013. Wow. And it includes the talents of Mick Jones, Simon House, Steve Vai, Al D. Maydola, Rick Wakeman, Joel Vanderbroek, Edgar Winter, Nick Turner, Vince Gill, Edgar Frosse, Robbie Krieger, Dave Coates, George Duke, and Zoot Horn Rady, Rolo. All the lyrics are credited to Shanner, while the music is credited to Sherwood. So, he's got himself a career, dude. There you go. But in case anybody's interested, you're listening to Geeksters on Aquanet Radio. They know that. <laughs> you can find us on AquanetRadio.com or tuned in to High Heart Radio or tuned in radio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And that's it. <laughs> you sure? Yes. All right. So, um, oh, on break... Um, I forgot to bring up a couple things. Number one, my girlfriend, who I love very dearly, is listening to our show. Hey. Hi. Hi, Stacy. While playing Mortal Kombat. Awesome. <laughs> so, get that fatality, baby. <laughs> Kick some ass. <laughs> Sub-Zero. Finish him. Finish him. And uh, she also posed that we were talking earlier today, and I wanted to bring this up to the, to the room. Because uh-huh. she brought this... Uh, we were, you know, because she's in Texas and I'm in Philadelphia, so we right. do a lot of cuddle time on the phone. Right. And she said she wished she had a, she could teleport. Okay. Now, when when someone says that, what do you initially think? Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking like, would you? Okay, I said I told her I was going to bring on the show. Would you rather have the ability to teleport mm-hmm. or have a, a basically kind of like a walk-in closet that teleport unit? Hmm. I think. I think I would rather have the ability to teleport. Really? Because then I don't need to worry about what if something goes wrong with the equipment. Right. It's just poof. I'm more thinking along the lines if you teleport to a place and they don't have a teleport to get you back. Mm, that too. How do you do it? Oh, okay. Unless you have one of those portable dealies like Stewie. I, I, I was. A return pad? Mm hmm. There you go. Uh, I was wrong, baby. I said you were going to say you went the mutant ability. I thought you'd be more my the whole, you know, blue booth thing because oh. I figured like it's all around the world. Someone's got to make money off of this. Why not? Why can't it be us? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I was wrong. I went with the. I went with the fly. I kind of was like <laughs> walking to like a big machine, and then, poof, you're somewhere else in another in their machine. Right. Like so, wherever you're yeah. going has their own machine. Yeah. So you know that's why. I See, was... I don't want to be limited. But then I'm thinking like. With Nightcrawler, he has to be able to see 
where you know going. where he's going. Right, so right. you know, if I don't know what it looks like, poof! Hey, I'm in a wall. Exactly. Fuck. <laughs> That's why I rather have the walk-in unit, the walk-in closet. She looked like Han in Frozen and Carbonite. <laughs> <Yeah. wall. laughs> don't sure. ask. Just go get some drywall some, sauce. Someone give me a hammer and a chisel. No questions asked. Put Just be really careful. Back. <laughs> and she's now she just texts yes. Oh, you know, get me six. Like I was wrong and she was right. Uh-huh. She loves being right. Doesn't happen often. <laughs> oh. And just so everybody knows, I'm following the Golden Globes on Twitter right now, All so right. we can see who's who's winning. Any updates yet? We have one. Okay, great. Uh, best act- actress in a TV movie or miniseries goes to. Whoa! Who were the nominees? Oh man! <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ! Because let's, we are, we're here, might as well get a little friendly wager going. Oh, hold on, I gotta. I'm on two pages right now. Oh, boy. Uh, Look at you multitasking. Yeah, well. Two whole pages. And he's trying to keep the show together. He's doing it by the skin of his teeth. It's not in order here. This is weird. Uh, it's, yeah, it's... it's They're putting it in a different order. Well, oh, here we go. Okay. Found it. All right, it was Helena Bonham Carter for Burton and Taylor. No. Rebecca Ferguson for the White Queen. Uh, no, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That's his answer on that. <laughs> That's not one of the nominees. No. Uh, Jessica Lang for American Horror Story Coven. <sighs> Helen Mirren for Phil Spector and Elizabeth Moss for Top of the Lake. Okay, uh, okay. For me, I, I know I read, I want to say Jessica Lang because she's won it in the past. Uh-huh. But Helen Mirren is so good in everything she does. Yeah, she is. So I'm thinking it's probably one of those two. But then again, it could be one of those things like, well, everyone's voting for either them. One of those two is going to be some third person. Right. So, who do you think? Who do I think? Yeah, who do you think? I was going to go with Helen Mirren myself. I'm going to go with Jessica Lange, just be different then. Wrong on both. Oh. Elizabeth Moss, Top of the Lake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm, unless she was the body floating on it, I've got no interest in seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so as they come through, I'll let you know. Yay! But don't yeah. forget, make sure you can still... I'll, I'll, yeah. You gotta make a game out of it. You can't just go, All right. up to date, so-and-so won this reward. I won. All right, so now I guess we're gonna go into... Nerd news? Yay. 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 Oh, don't say so excited over this. All right, it's a lot of Marvel-heavy news this week. All right. First, we're gonna start off with... X-Men Fantastic Four movie, Super Shared Universe. They're going to do a crossover. Are they really? That's what they're saying. That they're, they're Who's they? Who's they? Quote your source, mister. <laughs> <laughs> I have the name. and I, oh, uh, Chris Cady. On the financial website, Motley Fool started with the latest round of speculation reporting of Fox. It's a crossover in the plans. Cady's story... So, so you're getting your information from our financial website? That's right. <laughs> Wherever I can get it. Only the best. That's All right. Because right. they're the, they got their pulse on the old uh, movie industry. Actually, this really this article comes from the Hollywood Reporter. Okay, still not a reputable source, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I get it where I can, man. I don't know. Okay, so how, when did they say this is going to take place? We're going to see something in X Men: Days of Future Past. Well, they're they're saying that it's going to maybe a feature in the uh, start in the 2015 uh, area, so next year, after Days of Future Past. Okay, so are they going to introduce it as a X Men movie or as a Fantastic Four movie? 
That does not say All right. which way it's going to go. Of course, they do have another movie. See, I'm good with the follow-up questions. I didn't need me on these on these forums. <laughs> they, <laughs> they do have another X-Men movie after Days of Future Past. Yes, they've signed, yeah. Apocalypse is coming. Yeah. So. Mm. Great. All right. All right. Maybe we'll get to see Archangel. We can see him. That would be, be cool. cool. Yeah, whole metal wings and shit. Yeah. Blue. Well, speaking of Marvel, <laughs> comic legend Stan Lee explains his first drawing role in a new superhero flick, Mighty Seven. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> Jeez. Woo. Boy, you're a tough crowd tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's Stan the Man Lee doing? He is making an animated feature. Uh, it's going to be on The Hub on February 1st. That's uh, The Hub Network. Uh, uh, Excuse the me. Network. The Hub Network. Excuse me. Thank yeah, you. They're good for showing like <clears throat> the shows that we watch as teenagers. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. Like Alf. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barney. <laughs> Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> so he's going. He's basically he's going to be like kind of like the role model of the group. He's going to be the leader of this alien super superhero task force. <laughs> okay. Get his translation. Wisdom. Yeah. You're going to see him on a video screen. So he's going to be basically be able to do all his lines for the entire season in like an afternoon. Maybe like, hey, gang, we've got Evil Alert over here. Go get them. Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs> Go get them, true believer. You know, and then if it, and he'll, be there for the, he'll be there for the beginning and he'll be there for the wrap up. He'll yeah. be like, Guys did a great job today, and then it'll be like he'll probably do some sort of like vaudevillian well, punchline. It's it's not a live action; it's an animated series. Apparently, he's going to be more involved than just the screen time. Um, I doubt. Well, being more involved in screen time, so he'll probably write some stuff. But yeah. I think screen time will be like the whole. Oh no, we have to go get these guys at the very end. You're going to get that that standard like if it was like a Mister Freeze, it'd be ice to see you kind of joke. But uh, yeah, exactly. That's why I get that feeling. Yep. Excelsior. All right. Well. Good for him. Keeping him busy. They, uh, of course, they do have some talk about uh, famous actors being cameo appearances on the show. Cameo like, voices. Me. Cameo voices, thank you. Because <laughs> now, because that makes me think live action. Yes. Sorry about that. All right, so what kind of guess? But they won't say who. That means translation. We don't have anybody. Right. We're just throwing We're it out. We're talking about it. We're just throwing it out there, hoping that somebody famous is going to go, oh, if they're having another film, how come I didn't get a call? Well, actually, the one they did tell is... is Stanley. <laughs> Besides Stanley, is uh, I can't pronounce her last name from the Big Bang Theory. Billakak. She was in uh, Blossom. Oh, Maya, oh Bialik. Maya Bialik. Thank you. Okay. So, all right. There you go. Enjoy that nugget. Yeah, that's all it really is. Yeah. Nothing really to chew on, but all right. All right. Speaking of Stanley, it's confirmed that Stanley is going to get a cameo appearance in Agents of Shield. Again, big shocker. <laughs> So yeah, because they, they need the bump. <laughs> That's what I look at. They need at ratings and big big They need they need help. Please watch us. I I can't I I keep Agent Coulson alive. I'm still st- stammering over the fact that people are still watching the show. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I, I mean I I mean you guys know I gave up on it months ago. I'm sitting there watching and going I can't I I can't. I just they got to do something. They gotta, I'm hoping that the second half of the season turns it around in mm-hmm. some way because. Every episode, I'm just like... Well, the ratings are slipping every every week. Yeah, because people are just going, okay. It, again, it's me like after watching Don John going, okay, I saw that. Nice. What's next? Yeah. Like, as soon as I'm done watching, I'm just like, okay, I need to do something better to wipe the palate clean. Yeah. Like, when I watch Sleepy Hollow at the end of it, I'm going, I don't want to wait. 
Like, yeah. I want the next episode. Same yeah. thing with American Horror Story. Or like uh, Almost Human. Yeah. I'm like, I want to see it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with, like I said, I got four episodes sitting on my DVR just going, watch us, please. Please, mister. Please watch us. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know? I almost feel like... Yes, I know. <laughs> it's like, you feel like it's part of my DNA because I'm a Marvel guy that, you know, as a kid, I feel like I should be obligated to watch it. But I, I just can't. I'm just like, yeah. So, all right. Okay. So, yay, Stan will probably get in a bump in the ratings. He'll probably be the season finale then. Would you watch that episode because he's in it? If you knew he was coming on? If I knew he was in it, I'd be on my DVR and I'll get around to it. <laughs> okay. I mean, not... I'll see what I see. Yeah, if it's kind of like that. Or I'll Don't talk... rush me. Or I'll just wait till it's on Blu-ray and I'll buy the Blu-rays for it to have some good special features. No. Yeah. Shield, the complete series. Complete volume on one. On two discs. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I, I don't know. I just... Yeah. God help. God help. Because <laughs> they, they need it. Because nobody else will. I think... You know what I think it really is? I think it's because Disney's afraid to take chances. I mean, Disney owns Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Disney also owns ABC. So it's not like they're... Lo- like. They might be losing viewers, but they're not really super invested in it because it's their own product. Yeah. So I kind of look at it like whenever you see like like Once Upon a Time Castle, wherever it says it's an APC production, it's out of their own home studios. It's out of Disney Studios. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, we'll just do this. You know, I don't think that they want to. I think they want to attack, and I think they're kind of in the mindset of, well, as long as we keep pumping out these movies every six months, people are going to want to watch the TV show. But in order to want to watch a TV show, you got to make me want to watch a TV show. Right. I just, there's nothing there to make me go, oh, that was awesome. You know, but eh, who cares? <laughs> what else? All right. How about this one? China lifts 14-year-old ban on gaming consoles. <laughs> yeah, i got to be honest. Uh, <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, it's, I'm thinking, thank God. Really? Well, it's not like well, you live in China. It's not like a... No, but the thing is, it's like... for 14 they, years. They've been building these things and shipping them out to us. And we've stayed up till 3 or 4 in the morning trying to get the last game in MB214. <laughs> you know, now they can. It's like, good luck. I just... I don't know. I'm kind of... Oh, what are you... We got another, more. Another update. Another, another update. Okay, so best actor in a TV series for drama. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, it was Brian Cranston for Breaking Bad. Right Lee Schreiber for Ray Donovan, Michael Sheen for Masters of Sex. Okay, that's um, a, new TV, that's a new TV show about oh, people. Okay. Who, a new TV show on Showtime, I think it is. All right, um, it's basically people behind the scenes who did like sex studies in the like the forties. Oh, 50s. okay, nice. Because um, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm interested in seeing it because I, I like sex. Yeah. So <laughs> sex is good. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in seeing the Masters of Sex, but yeah, I'm not yeah. really like searching it out on my DVR or my on demand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kevin Spacey, House of Cards, or James Spader for the Blacklist? Okay. Ooh. See now, this is tough. To, this is tough because James Spader is awesome in the Blacklist. Um, you got who was one before that? Uh, that was Kevin Spacey for House of Cards. I have. He's good in that show. Mm-hmm. I got to give it to Brian Cranston because it was his last year. That's as what I say. Walter that's, White. That's saying the. Brian I got to say you got to give it. It's kind of like I don't think he's won. I don't think he's won it for that role. Maybe. I, it's like I it's like the did. Oscars when the uh, Return of the King and they won everything yeah, that year. I think it was yeah. just like because dude, it's here, here you go. last one. You you know, spent, here you go. Yeah, you spent ten years doing this movie. Here, here's your Oscar. I think that's who they gave it to. You're right. Yeah, uh, Brian Cranston. Uh, yeah, right, no dude. shocker there. Big shocker there. <laughs> he, he deserves it because, like I said, I kind of I'm, I'm hung on season three. I kind of stalled. Right. I think I maybe like I, I I took too big of a bite. 
because I'm like watching and I'm watching them now on episodes it's really slow and boring and I'm just like oh look what's a pot of time like, <laughs> <laughs> let me watch that series <laughs> so alright well good way to go Brian Cranston looking forward to seeing you Godzilla come out this year yeah 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 so alright so back to the 14 year old band I, I thought it was interesting the, the um so now they can pl- in the in the article they say that you know online gaming and like people were still gaming yeah even with this band and I'm like well fucking duh it's it's like a band on pot you know people are still smoking pot they're, if they want to do it they're going to find a way to do it right and, right and if you tell them they can't do it it makes them want to do it even more exactly it's it's the it's the, the <laughs> we call it America's got coke. China's got video games. <laughs> I think oh, it's uh, no, I think it's the same thing. I mean, I I also kind of look at it as like, okay, well, like the article said, they've been doing it for years. Like, okay, what's well, oh, it, it seems like the government just going. It's been a slow news week, so let's, <laughs> here's something. Let's live the band on video games. Maybe we'll get something out of it. Maybe we'll find a way. Let's to, see where it goes. Well, maybe we can find I'd a way. To there, make money a, there was apparently a lot of black market like buying of yeah, PS3s sure. and, and Xbox. Yeah, sure. And so all. now, now if you can sell it in stores over the market and be able to tax people for it, yeah, you want to make money for it. It's like the same thing for pot. Legalize weed, tax be able to walk into a yeah. convenience store, you know, put an age limit on it. Obviously, you can't be any older than this mm-hmm. to smoke it. Tax them. Bing bang boom. Interestingly enough, in that in that vein, not to go off on a huge tangent, but <laughs> yeah, okay. You know. <laughs> um, well, they posted uh, the the takings from the from Colorado mm. legalizing pot. In the first week, they sold a million dollars worth of pot. See I, I, all that, and all that's taxable revenue, right? So someone in the government's got to go, dude. Come on, it worked. It worked for alcohol. Mm-hmm. Why can't it work for marijuana? And we've already tried prohibition with alcohol. Yeah. It didn't work. Yeah, in fact, thanks to them, that's how we got organized crime. Yeah. And gee, maybe if you got maybe if you legalized at least the pot aspect, mm-hmm. keep all the man made drugs like Coke, yeah. you know, meth. Well technically Coke comes from the coca plant. Yeah, but it's still manu- but it's, but it's, still, yeah, it's, it's manufactured. It's, yeah. You know, for lack of a better term. Well, yeah, it has to go through processing. Right. Weed you can just pick it, you know, and roll it and smoke yeah. it. You know, it's more of a natural thing. Yeah. Like it came from the earth. You're 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 squinting your eyes because I'm just I just I mean I, I I understand why people want to legalize pot because it's such a, it's such a pain in the ass drug to be arrested over. I think like out of like you know of all of them like it's like oh, I was I was arrested for pot and it's like oh, I was arrested for coke. It's like okay there's a, there's a difference because coke mm-hmm. can do a lot more damage to you and to others, but weed is like. You'd have to put a lot of restrictions on it, like, you know, like, government employees can't smoke Are you saying like anymore? No. <laughs> <laughs> I you know could. What? I actually had this conversation with a pharmacist friend of mine, and because she lives in a state where it's legal for medicinal use, but uh-huh. not for recreational right. use. But, like California. Yeah, exactly. Um, Certain parts of Jersey are like that. Yeah. And, uh, was there one? No, I think it was just... I, th- I want to say there's another state, but I can't think of it right now. Okay. But anyway, so... Um, you know, we were talking about it and in the pharmacy industry, you know, we cannot do this. You know, right. we can't do it. It's, right. you know, it's what it is. But I started thinking, well, if you live in an area where either it's legal for recreational use or legal for medicinal use, could you then hypothetically go ahead, <clears throat> excuse me, go ahead and smoke pot even while you're working in the medical field? 
if that makes sense. They probably, depending on what part of the medical field, if you're, if you're a brain surgeon, they're probably going to frown upon it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> now, 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 you're going to operate on somebody's brain. You know, that's a no-no. It, but if you're a clerical, like, you know, a clerk, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, it should be okay. Like, if you're taking it, you yeah. know, I mean... And I would think if like, if you're using it medicinally and you have that that medical card, it's just like a prescri- I this and this is just my you know like thinking it out. It would be the same as if like I'm taking um, you know pain medication right now for the kidney stone. It would be the same kind of thing. Like I have a prescription. It was given to me by by, doc- by my doctors. They know I'm taking it. I'm taking it within you know the dosing requirements. Well, okay, so now again that comes down to like let's say the warning label on your pills. Yeah. Say. May cause dizziness. Do not operate exactly. heavy material. Yeah, you know, please consult your doctor before mm-hmm. doing that activity. Before you know, before using. Yeah. It. So it'd probably be like that. Like, okay, I'm a brain surgeon. Do you mind if I have a two joint coffee break kind yeah. of thing? And I would mm. think there would be labeling requirements for. Well, sure. For, I mean, like I yeah. said, if you can f- like find a way to legalize it and be able to make money off of it, sure. Yeah. I don't see what, I don't, I don't know where he was going. Though. Well, I mean, so like, like, like take a precedent like this. Say like you were, you were working a job and you're smoking pot and you're, you're running slow. You're just, mm-hmm. you know, cause everything's running slow and you're like, whoa. Let me see. Okay. I, I, think, I think you're falling into stereotypes of pot users. I, it could be. You know, it could be a burn. I'm thinking of a burnout versus mm-hmm. a regular pot smoker. Well, that, the other you know, thing I'm thinking too because is like, would you say Kevin Smith is that way? Sometimes when he when he does his show and you could tell he's a little bit yeah he's a little off he's, he's a little off. Think, he's got the stoner laugh right. going on but that doesn't make him any less creative no it does not but I mean like but he's also like, not working you live like the entertainment industry is one thing but I mean say like you know like say like you work for SEPTA you know public transportation you know you you're, you're supposed to get this stuff done and it doesn't get done in the time frame that they want it done but by. that's okay well that's wait the... wait, wait 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 let me continue. So, like, after a while, you get, like, poor job performances because you're running slower. That's on you, not on the pot. And I, I think... Well, no, here's the thing, though. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not done yet. So well, then, then get to the point already. They, they, they basically fire you or suspend you. And then, because you, you're in a union, mm-hmm. they fight for you because it's like, well, it's legal. He's smoking marijuana. That's the reason why he's going slow. So but, Okay, well, number one, you would need to prove <laughs> that the fact that he's going slow because he's smoking pot. That's first off. Yeah. You have to be able to prove that's the reason why you have poor job performance. And if you have poor job performance, anybody's going to get fired for doing that job. It would, I would liken it to if I showed up to work drunk. You yeah. Know, or if I was drinking on the job. It's I the mean, same kind you, you like, know, like, that's just, what okay, I equivalent. I think Ed's taken to the, to the extent of, like, I'm going to say the far right people go, well, if we legalize pot, what's to stop anybody from smoking at any time? Like, you know, well, it's the I, same, same thing with cigarettes. Like, you know, yeah, technically but, you're supposed to be 18. Well, yeah, but, I no, but I what I mean, but yeah. I think yeah. what he's going at is mm-hmm. he's looking at the, the trickle down effect mm-hmm. where or the slippery soap effect where if I'm a pot smoker and I go to my job and instead mm-hmm. of taking a cigarette break, I'm taking a pot break mm-hmm. versus, you know, but that's where you, you as a human being need to be more responsible for your actions. Right. Like, if I was a pot smoker, I wouldn't smoke on the job because I have a job to do. Yeah. If it does affect me that way, I would expect to be fired. I well, wouldn't... that goes but based on the individual because you're, you know, more of a working employee that's more right. But to if do the I, job correctly. But, but once I go home, if I decide to toke up, who cares? I mean, there's not, there's never been any link to any violence related to pot. Right. You don't hear people getting, you know, you get more accidents from drunk driving than anything else. 
you know, and that's a legal substance. So I think that, you know, again, if, if you were working a job in the pharmaceutical industry, I think it depends on what level of like, okay, you know what? You're a pot smoker, but we do test regularly or mm-hmm. whatever. And we have to get like, depending on maybe the level of intoxication you are as far as pot goes. We probably fall in the same kind of job review. I would think. Okay. I mean, if you're, if you're like, like she said, if, if I took a couple drinks before I went to work and I was slow and sluggish and just not really focusing on the job, then I would expect to be fired because of poor performance or if I was drunk. But if smoking pot was legal, then I think it comes down to the person who's doing the hiring of what's legal and what's not legal. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect a cop to be sitting there on the side of lo- the side of road smoking a joint when he's trying to bust Coke dealers. Right. You mm-hmm. know, it, there's got to be, I mean, but if that cop, after he gets off his shift, goes home and smokes a bindle of Coke, you know, I mean, smokes a bindle of pot, <laughs> you know... I just you know, nothing. There's nothing you can do about that. But I'm yeah. saying, like, walking into a Seven Eleven, going, yeah, give me a pack of, give me a pack of Maui Wowie, you know, mm-hmm. or a little bit of the OG Kush, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but it's. I mean, and it sounds like the places where it has been legalized, it's you know, you have to go to specific smoke shops. Like it's same kind of like, well, like, almost like with Pennsylvania, where you have to go to a state store to get liquor, right? Or yeah, like so. at, um, Amsterdam, where you have some, certain spots. Yeah. Like, it'd be like a hookah lounge. Okay. You know, something like that. Yeah. And I mean, I'm also curious to see, like, okay, so they made a million dollars in how long? First month? Uh, first week. First week. Yeah. Uh, give it, like, six months to see what the crime rate is. Yeah. Well, and not only that, you know, it might just be the fact that, hey, we can get this. Who knows if people yeah. are actually smoking oh, it? Oh. It might just be the fact that I can go buy this. I mean, if it was legal in Pennsylvania... You know, I might consider going and saying, screw it. You know, I may never smoke it, but hey, I can go buy it. I, I'll be honest. I if, if they legalized it here in Pennsylvania, I'd be the first one to walk in the store and go, yeah, give me a pack. Yeah. Because yeah, just to say, yeah, you know what? I can do it. I can try it. I am always more apprehensive about doing it because it's an illegal substance. Yeah, exactly. But once it becomes legal, it's like it's like drinking. It's like, okay, well, it's legal, so I can do it. I don't, But I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I have the luxury to drink if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I don't, because yeah. you know what? It doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. There's people out there who, like my sister, she when she was a teenager, she tried pot. She said it did nothing for her except give her a huge headache. Mm-hmm. You know, some people get more creative. Some people get more stuff done. You know, believe it or not, I, yeah. Like Kevin Smith swears he'll only smoke when he's creating, when he's writing a script, because it lets his creative juices flowing. Matthew McConaughey, how many times we him naked playing the bongos? <laughs> you know, I, I think pot is one of those drugs that kind of like people roll their eyes at because it's like it's pot you know where yeah. versus and when someone gets arrested for pot you just go really just what's well, like, I mean, just it. right yeah. i mean I'm, you know? to me it's just kind of but it's just like you get to a point where it's like okay i understand legalizing it but i think there should be some control over oh yeah definitely well, like, like in yeah. in, well, in like, what do you expect like, okay we legalize pot and all of a sudden willy-nilly people are just buying it have you met our federal government well, yeah have you met our federal government that deals with stuff that, like alcohol like run it like you would the alcohol industry yeah, yeah. and that's you know? that's basically my understanding is that's basically what they're doing in colorado like you have to be over it's either 18 or 21 you have to have id it's cash only um only because you can't use credit cards to buy um what is federally still an illegal substance technically right. okay, well, that makes sense yeah yeah you know but other than that like you know they're carding everybody you know, and you can't take it out. You can't take it out of the state. That's the other thing. So Again, if you make sense. if you yeah. buy it, 
you know, you can't you can't drive it back to wherever you live, you know, if you live the next the state next over, state over right, or, right. you know, like we wouldn't be able to drive to Colorado or fly to Colorado and buy pot and then bring it home. Right. It but, has to be. But we could fly to Colorado and smoke the shit out of it. Yeah. And then come home. Right. Go on. Oh, man, I don't have to need that airplane ticket because I'm so high. <laughs> I can fly, fly on my own. Fly on my own. <laughs> smoke so much, we smoke ourselves sober. <laughs> <laughs> Just one day. Man, I'm so high. Do nothing right now. Son of a bitch. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try. All right, so yay on uh, China. Yep. No. Yeah. <laughs> Catching up with everybody else. All right, next is uh, Star Wars. The Clone Wars may be dead, but it still will get an ending. Huh? Oh, the what? TV show? Yes, TV show. Oh. The animated series was oh. canceled, I think, last year. Maybe I, they're not I... now at this point. Um, but Dark Horse is developing a four-part comic miniseries based on a screenplay of the finale that they did get to air on Cartoon Network. Oh. Well, actually, it didn't air at all. all right. Or be made. So that they're going to do that for us. So if anybody was excited about that. I, um, look, I just watched it. It was a good show. I just never really got into it. As far as like, I, I you know, all right. I mean, I, I watched the first season and I wasn't really too impressed. But then, like, I got into, like catching reruns of second two, two and three, right. and I was like, wow, you know, this is actually pretty good. Like, I was really getting into cranked it. Cranked it up. I yeah. Think when they added, I think the first season they were still finding their sea legs and trying to be more in the Star Wars universe. Right. I think by the second and third season, they went, we're in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Let's make it our own because they had that bounty hunter guy, you know. Well, I, and they brought Darth Maul back. I think they were what they were trying to do in the first season. They were trying to make it like cinematic episodes, like like three episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be like a story arc, and that's it. And then the next three, and then the next three. I, you know what? And I'm it was curious. like kind of like, eh, you know. So if you missed one, you were kind of lost. And I also know Lucas had a lot of hands on during the first the first couple years. Yeah. So maybe that's I think. No. I think mm-hmm. as much of a genius as Lucas can be, I think that he hurts his own product. Right. Yeah. I think that once he gets sick, he goes, here's the stuff. Give it to somebody who knows how to handle it. Like, look at Empire Strikes Back. Everyone mm-hmm. says it's the, better, the best movie out of all of them. And it wasn't directed by him. Yeah. You know, the first three people slam, all three were directed by him. Yeah. Yeah, I think that once he gets his, his hands on something, once he comes up with an idea, hand it off to somebody who knows how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, we have a best original score winner now for okay. motion picture. All right. So what were the, what were the uh, nominees? All right. Alex Ebert for All Us Lost. Alex Hefts for Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom, Stephen Price for Gravity, John Williams for The Book Thief, or Hans Zimmer for 12 Years a Slave? Ooh. I'm going to say Hans Zimmer, 12 Years a Slave, because it gets the white guilt vote. But Gravity was a phenomenal movie. Not too much... Well, maybe, yeah, I guess, you know what? The music helped build up that amp that... I'm going to go with Gravity. I want to go with John Williams. John Williams was nominated for what? Uh, Book Thief. No, John Williams hasn't touched, hasn't won anything lately. Let's go ahead. Alex Ebert for All Is Lost. Damn! <laughs> God, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> we can get the, the obvious ones, like Brian Cranston. <laughs> That's like the no-brainer. That's like the hillbilly version. Like, let's get with the Brian Cranston! <laughs> oh, wait, we got another one. Oh, Best right. original song. Oh, well, uh-huh. all right. Let me, uh, okay. Atlas for Hunger Games Catching Fire, uh, Let It Go for Frozen, Ordinary Love for Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom, Please Mr. Kennedy from Inside Llewellyn Davis, and Sweeter Than Fiction for One Chance. Okay. 
It's either Hunger Games or Frozen. I'm going to say Frozen. I'm going to go with Hunger Games. Ordinary Love, Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom. Son of a wow. bitch! That's the, that's the U2 song. Oh, damn you, white guilt. And I, you know what? I will admit, it, it is a pretty good song. They've been playing it on MMR. I do like it. I'm getting dirty looks. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm a huge U2 fan, but... Yeah. Eh, all right. Oh, wait, Mandela... Oh, see, now here's the thing. Now i got to rethink that, because Mandela with the Long Walk starts Idris Alba in it. Mm-hmm. And I hear him hearing good things about that one, so... Yeah. Ah, yeah. All right, fine. Yeah, U2 won in, uh, in, uh, in Golden Globe. Is it Golden Globe? Yeah, Golden Globe. Well, yeah. yeah. Keep in mind, people, the people who win Golden Globes are sure frontrunners for Oscar nominations. Mm-hmm. So you might see U2 going... I'd like to thank the Academy for this Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I would thank God, but I am him. Now, if you would have told me it was you too, did you say it was you too? Yeah, it's you too. Uh, Ordinary love, yeah. I should have went with, you know, like, Guy and I share the same birthday, so I gotta, you know, stay in my camp. <laughs> 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 All right, so, what's next? Oh, uh, tech news. Sponsored data. AT&T will now let companies buy your data charges for specific videos and apps. So basically what it comes down to is that if ATT is saying, okay, companies out there are building these apps and putting them on stores basically, and you have to use your data to buy them right. or to transfer them over, that if, if you really want that they, these companies want, you really want their business, you provide the data instead of them. So basically you would get like two gigs worth of data because you get limited data. Okay. I'm still not, I'm really lost. So, like, my phone has two gigs of data a right. month. So and if, then I go, if I see an app I like, I go to Google Play and download, download that app. Right. Now, you would be using part of that two gigs of data to download it. Sure. Now they're saying part of that, my contract. Right. So now they're saying that app, if, if, if you really want to be on it, they will, they will give you the money. Well, not give you the money, but they'll pay for the... the, the uh, so basically, you're not getting charged, right, for, for the day, for the download data time. So if you say like it's you know 180 gigs that you have to have day, download data time, that day, 180 gigs is like free for you because the company's going to pay for it instead of you you being charged against AT and T. Now is that including uh, like playing the game? Like, like I'm saying because my in my plan it's two gigs across the board no matter what I'm doing a month, right. I know I never hit that data plan, right? But some people do, and I understand that. But I'm that's I'm paying the two gigs for that privilege, right? To be able to download my app and play at my at my leisure. Yeah. Now the only time you really download is the one time fee for the one time to download it on your computer onto yeah. your app, and then it's yours. And then it's yours. So I, so I basically, s- instead of instead of taking that downloaded data time to download the app, the whole it, it's basically minute, free. Yeah. So the basically the minute and a half, maybe thirty seconds it takes to download an app. Yeah, I'm not getting. I'm not getting charged for it. It's not time; it's space or bandwidth. I I get that, but I'm still thinking. I'm like, still, it still takes. Like, I don't get the idea behind it. Like, wh- is that going to save me money? Yeah. How? I'm paying you two gigs. Well, say like you go over the two gigs, or you're close to the two gig range, and you see an app you'd like, and it's now saying, "Oh, we'll pay for the download time, so it does, you don't go over and get slammed with an overage." Well, then you're a fucking idiot. Just wait till next month. You're rolling your eyes because but I. What if, I, he, what he's if you rolling don't want his to... eyes because he thinks it's a brilliant <laughs> idea? I don't think. Right. I, I think it's. No, a, no. I do. Prove to me why you think it's a brilliant idea. Well, I was saying this is that if if you say like say like okay you get two gigs, say like you can't afford two gigs, you can only get one gig. Okay. All right. 
and you go over that every month and you're hitting with the bill so you you got to limit your 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 basically your download load time in your your phone so now instead of worrying about being overage companies are now going to pay for that time to download. work i'll tell you right because you get charged with an overage fee right that overage fee now gets puts food on somebody else's plate no it doesn't sure it does yeah the ceos in his in his villa I, but i'm in, still uh, saying though the major corporations are always going to find a way to screw the pl- the person over all right so if you get charged 10 bucks because you're irresponsible and go over your data plan how is that if i'm at&t how is that my fault because you can't handle your you shit? know what i think it is is i think personally i think at&t is trying to compete with um, T-Mobile and a lot of yeah, the promotions because, they've been coming up with, like the new promotion now is that T-Mobile will buy out the rest of your contract so you can switch early. Right. So I think AT&T <clears throat> needs to find other ways to say, hey, no, we're still awesome. You know, stick with us. Yeah. Well, ever since they lost the iPhone account, mm-hmm. you know, that's where that's where they got hit the hardest. Yeah. Because if anybody can buy an now iPhone. T- now T-Mobile, you know, not only does T-Mobile have the iPhone, but if you have an unlocked phone from AT&T... Um, or actually any kind of unlocked phone, but there's, you know, like Verizon and Sprint are on a different kind of network. I know there's, there's a name for each one and I can't remember exactly what they're called, but anyway, like Verizon would have a locked phone if you buy it. So you wouldn't be able to take it to, um, uh, you know, but with AT&T you can. So if, you know, and I have T-Mobile I have very, I have a couple complaints about them, but very few overall. Like I've been with them for years, and now with these new uh, offers that they're coming out with, it makes me want to stay with them even more. So, I think AT and T is probably trying to compete with that. With my phone, the two gig came with the the plan, right? Like that's the basic, that's the lowest you can go, Mm. right? Okay, so now it's up to me to manage my data plan. See, right. with me, I have an unlimited data plan, but I can, and but I have a two gig warning um, on my phone that'll pop up and say, right. "Hey, you've hit two gigs," even though it doesn't matter. I'm paying the same regardless. Right. Um, I consistently hit that two gigs every month because, yeah, like, it's you know, I do everything on there. So if if I did have AT and T and I was con- you know constantly hitting my. Uh, constantly hitting my two gigs like if i could have a way to have somebody else pay for that time right you know like right now out of my two gigs i'm only using 453 megabytes well i mean that's that's you and that's great but i'm saying that other people might not have that same problem i mean you know not same problem that same kind of i'm i'm willing to monitor what i'm doing on my phone that's the thing is i don't monitor I just, whatever I'm interested in, I download. I mean, if you're going to have, if you're going to be a person that buys, if you're a person who's going to be downloading apps, you buy a phone to accommodate that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's, I'm just like, it it seems kind of hinky, the whole plan. It's like, hey, I'm going to save you $2 on your bill because you, I'm going to charge this company for this app you like. I I don't, I don't, I just, maybe I just don't grasp the concept of that because I'm like, People who are phone savvy go, I use my phone for this. I know what I'm looking for. So it seems to be like it's a, it's a, how do I put it? It's a plan for the common idiot. Mm. Like who doesn't, who, who, who's like, 
okay, you know what? I bought this phone for my kid, and all of a sudden, this kid now is downloading a thousand apps a day yeah. to try out stuff, and he's eating up my bandwidth. Right. Well, now, who's responsible for that kid's usage of the phone? <laughs> the company or the parents? The parents. Okay. Mm. So then... The- well, I would say they're just trying to take... Trying to give you a better, like way of, of handling things instead of getting slammed with an over does it say anything in there like what the benefit is like well i mean it's just no not really i mean it's just basically they were talking about um you know if, if they want apps to instead of them just keep throwing apps out and then they're, they're loading onto their stores and they're and they're constantly getting all these downloads that it's like instead of them trying to uh keep an eye on it let let the companies do it let them you know worry about bandwidth and all that kind of stuff i wonder too if it's a it's if it's like a promotion for the apps too like if they want to push certain apps if this is what you know maybe not at&t but like if at&t well yeah but if they like work with these app developers to say hey we really want to push this we're willing to do you know x y and z to get the data paid for how do we do that and it's almost like you know, if you're more willing, if if I went in and I saw an app that I'm not going to have to pay for the bandwidth for to download it or to use it, you know, I'd be more willing to go with that one over another one. So maybe it's also promotional for the app developers themselves. I don't know. Something still seems, seems a little off. It seems to be one of those... It seems to be I mean, obviously, it sounds like a ploy to. It seems to be like, hey, look over here, look over here, look over here, while I stab you in the back with the other hand. Right. Like, it's like, oh. Oh, well, I have no doubt that there's there's hinky stuff. I mean, there's probably too. something going on. I mean, the it's, but I thought it was it's interesting like, to like bring the, up. It's the Rube effect where it's like, I'm going to save you $2 because you're not going to pay for that app. Thanks, dude. I'm going to fall for you. But you know what? You're, you're, what you call it? You're, the monthly payments are going to be $5 more than you would pay for that service. Well, it's the same kind of thing like with Virgin Mobile. Virgin Mobile, you can get ridiculously cheap rates, but you have to pay for the phone yourself. Right. And that's that's essentially, like, I do the same thing. I have a really cheap rate with T-Mobile, but, like, the phone I have to pay for, you know, because ultimately you're paying, either you pay for the phone up front or you pay for the phone throughout your contract. Right. So I, I think it's the, the same kind of thing where, you know, yeah, or maybe, I, maybe it could be the same kind of thing. I think it's going to be one of those, one of those like contract scams where it's like, I'm going to pay, you're not going to pay for these apps, but to, in order to pay for that perk mm-hmm. of not paying for those apps, you have to, it, we're adding Like the five, data rate will go up or, or something Or we're going like to add $5 to your bill for that service. Yeah. So then at the end of the year, you're paying X amount of dollars. And then if you actually looked at it, you probably would have spent maybe half of that if you bought the apps yourself. Right, right. Yeah. What else you got? We have more winners. Okay. All right. So, um, first of all, we got um, best TV movie or miniseries. You can choose from American Horror Story Coven, Behind the Candelabra, Dancing on the Edge, Top of the Lake, or The White Queen. Behind the Candelabra. Oh. I saw parts of that. Oh, God. That was creepy. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Coven. Behind the Candelabra. I heard too much good things about that. Uh, yeah, that so creeped I. me out. I saw it. It was, I didn't problem, see all of it. Problem with the homosexual gender? Or I wish my brother George was here. That was the <laughs> fact that it was the Michael Douglas and, and Matt Damon. Uh, and, and Matt yeah. Damon was yeah. playing somebody who was 19. Yeah. yeah. Stretching there a little. <laughs> a little? <laughs> all right. Best TV series drama. You can pick from Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. 
Downton Abbey, The Good Wife, House of Cards, or Masters of Sex. Breaking Bad. They're gonna Breaking give, Bad. It's Breaking Bad. Anything, yeah. Breaking, that wasn't that hard. Anything attached to Breaking Bad is going to get it, I think. All right. And hopefully last up. Um, best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture. Sally Hawkins for Blue Jasmine. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence for American Hustle. Lupita Nyong'o. I'm apologizing now for butchering your name. 12 Years a Slave. Julia Roberts for August Osage County. Or June Squibb for Nebraska. <laughs> I want to go with J-Law. <laughs> I'm just going to go with Jennifer Lawrence because that's the only one i heard of. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah! You know, you know who June Squibb is? No. Have you seen... <laughs> oh, I know who Squibb <laughs> You know, I watched, a, I watched a thing this morning with her on um, you know Sunday morning. She is... She has been in the business for sixty years. This was her breaking her her breakout, uh, breakout role. Wow! Yeah. And she, she got beat by J Law. Yeah, and she um, you know who she is is the in the uh, the commercial where they're trying to. I, I want to say it's for um, I think it's Xfinity, where they're sitting around the table. It's a family sitting around the table saying, "Okay, we need to, you know the holidays are over. We need to save money. Come up with ideas. Go!" And the grandma's sitting there like wearing the sweater she's knitting. And she's like, I can knit everybody clothes. And the mom's like, oh, we're we're good on clothes. And she yeah. just kind of has that dejected look like, oh, okay. And she goes back to knitting. So many, 60 I, years in the business? 60 years in the and, business. And, and her highlight to you is a, an AT&T commercial? Well, because uh, I, I, I didn't know who she was until I saw... I didn't server. realize that she was in this movie, uh, Nebraska, until I saw the commercial and the thing this morning. And yeah. then I was like... It's that lady. She's probably sitting I, there going, I beat, got beat out by J-Law. <laughs> well, you know, I sit there and I look at her. I'm like, that's going to be me in 60 years. <laughs> I can knit everybody close. All you right, know, well, let's the next article. And finally, scientists create backpack that charges devices while you walk. I'd thought, buy this. I thought they already had that. I thought they did too. But I'd still buy it. I mean, like, I, yeah, I think... I remember seeing something about that not too long ago. Like... I mean, there's there's been talks about it, but it's never been like. I don't have. Like yeah, I, mean, I visually remember seeing someone doing it. Like, can't remember where. Okay. You know, maybe it might have been. You know what? It might have been on um, Shark Tank. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Where someone came up with that idea, yeah. and, and I wonder if it's the same guy. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, there's so many ways now that you can, you know, charge your phone without an outlet. I charge mine by using the dog's farts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If that was the case, my phone would never run out. I got four dogs. I have 500% of my battery. <laughs> I gave the dog's pork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll take a break. Come back and get some goofy time in. Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back, people. And we're back, folks. Yeah. But first, this here's a hit. <laughs> Come on, you know this song, don't you? Everyone knows this song. <laughs> Again, one hit wonder of the 80s. Uh, okay. Again, another band that named a song after their own selves. <laughs> Oh yeah, rocking it. Make your buddy's face. In a big country dream, stay with you. (laughs) 
Stay alive. Oh, baby, no, your hair's not big enough. You puff it up. Come on. No, baby, you look great in spandex. That's that style is always. You're always gonna look good in spandex, baby. Yeah. Those baggy shirts. No, Madonna's so in vogue now. You see her on the MTV Music Awards, rolling around in that wedding dress. She's a freak. Uh huh. No, baby, it's okay. No, you're not getting heavy. That spandex is still fitting fine. Huh? Baby, don't I'm, don't talk to me. I'm doing my hair. Give me the Aquanet. <laughs> How's my hair look, baby? Uh huh. Yeah. Now let's go down to Kaboom and get our groove on. I got to with that club. For you other people who don't know, Kaboom was a local club where all the teenagers hung out and danced. Them and Electric Factory. Uh huh. That's where you get our groove on, listen to songs like this, thinking we're all hot. Uh huh. That's right, baby. Oh, yeah. I got my high school jacket on. Walking in like I own the place. Yeah. I'll take you. What's your name? What's your number? Let me write it down on my phone address book. <laughs> Why don't you write it on my hand? <laughs> Forget the fact that by the time I end the night, my hands are all sweaty and that two looks like a seven. <laughs> what was your name? Cindy? Candy? I, sorry, I can't hear you above this song. What? Sounds great. I know. What? Uh huh. Sure. Where do I go to high school? We have English class together. I know. We look so different too out of high school. I know. You, how about our How about our football team? That's yeah, great. Is that your sister? Cool. Awesome. That's rad, man. I'm gonna hop on my skateboard and just come on home that way. You know, in the days I was driving. <laughs> Come on, baby, I'll take you home. I'll just park over here in the park. Get a little make-out going on. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. End of the night, drop you off. Try to remember what your name was. I got her phone number. Oh, is that a seven? Fuck, I don't know. Shit. As I'm driving by, like, oh, yeah. That's my jam. <laughs> All those flashbacks. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> or, uh... <sighs> anyway, so what? Uh, this is the end of part two, right? Okay. So there's people who uh, care. Remember, <laughs> I'm already punched out. Either going, oh my god, I love Ev now. Switched to an '80s channel. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> all the '80s punk and scene. Like, oh, when David Bowie's considered alternative music. <laughs> oh God, I'm old. 
So anyway, for the shenanigans like that, you can catch us live on AquanetRadio.com. See, now you're starting Aquanet Radio. Yeah. They're a rock, 80s rock band kind yeah. of station. Yeah, there you go. And yet they find time to put us on, their, on the airwaves <laughs> between 7 to 10 Eastern Standard Time on Sunday nights. Yes. You could check us out at AquanetRadio.com. Either that or tuned in, iHeartRadio or iTunes Radio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And if you want, if you haven't already listened to going part through part two, is your first time? I'm sorry, <laughs> just saying. I, I try to be gentle, but I came in hitting you hard with the '80s music. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and yes, those people all looked exactly how you'd picture it. <laughs> just saying. For those people who are younger and don't remember the '80s, we had payphones. That's all I'm saying. You know, we actually walked up to a phone, put a dime in. It was, used to be a dime, and then it became a quarter. And you would call people from the phone. Because <laughs> you didn't have cell phones. No, cell phone was that unless you was, oh, well, you did if you were a drug dealer. Because <laughs> there were the brick phones. Yeah. You know, or like, rich. Like the size of a half gallon of iced tea. Like, hey, hello, what? Yeah, I'm on a cell phone. <laughs> it's a mobile phone. It wasn't called a cell phone. Seven, right. It's a mobile phone. Or you had like the, my dad used to have one. He mm. wasn't a drug dealer, but I guess he was. Yeah, I guess maybe this was I got my tech spoiled stuff from. Yeah. He actually had the the phone where it was attached to a bag. Okay. And he'd you know, he'd bring it with him like I, was, I mean it was cool cuz it was a mobile phone. Oh, you know, we never really used it. It was kind of like, <laughs> yeah, walking around with the the bag in one hand, the phone in the other going, "Yeah, I'll be home later." Like <laughs> So, anyway, if you can't catch us live on Aquanet Radio on Sundays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're on either iHeartRadio, iTunes Radio, or TuneIn. You can always contact us. You can always get a hold of the shows through either iTunes, under Geeksters, or on our webpage, wordswithgeeks.com, where you can stream them live or download them. You can also listen to any of your mobile devices as well, like your cell phone. Yes. Like in the 80s, that was unheard of. But <laughs> nowadays, you can just punch us in your cell phone and Enjoy the laughs, especially those musical interludes. You can be people just think you listen to 80s music. <laughs> Who's that guy talking? He's a DJ. <laughs> live. Coming at you live on Q102. <laughs> Next up, Talk Talk. All you do to me is Talk Talk. <laughs> All right, I think you're off the deep end now. Uh, it's my life. <laughs> Bye, talk, talk. It's top of the hour. <laughs> Later on, we'll have Susie with the weather. <laughs> so, if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K, yo. <laughs> on that note. 